Welcome to BSD Talk, number 88. It's Wednesday, December 20, 2006. In the news, BSD CAN 2007 has issued their call for papers. So, get some interesting topics in there and let's make it a great convention. In this episode, I just want to talk about what's gone on in this past year, because December 20, 2005 was my first podcast. So it's been a year of BSD talk. So in this year, it's really been a wonderful, wonderful experience. I've got to meet a lot of really nice people in the BSD community, and I actually attended my first BSD-related convention, which was excellent. I've also had a lot of support from the people out there in the BSD community. I've had people provide donations, people who have worked on translations, offered ideas for interviews or set me up with interviews for people people providing long-distance, offers of web hosting, people bought domain names for me. It's really just been unbelievable how much people have been helping me out. So I just want to give a big thank you to everyone out there who's listening. I really appreciate everything that you've been doing. Just for some statistics, my last podcast, number 87, so far, has been downloaded 2,500 times. So that's you know, a rough estimate of how many people are downloading these things. I don't know how many are actually listeners, how many are some kind of web crawlers or other kinds of things. But, you know, the numbers have been growing steadily, which is really nice. Uh, There's usually, um, in this case, there were 1,975 MP3 downloads and 532 AUG downloads. So it's good to see some AUG being used. Well, I could talk about what I've done this year with BSD. And... I could say that I guess the first big thing was the uh, website for the company that I work for being hosted on BSD. I'd have to actually look up when exactly that happened. It may have happened a little bit before I started doing these podcasts, but that was a big step. It went from me using BSD as a hobby operating system, something that I would occasionally install on computers. I was always intrigued by it, but to bank the company website on it is a, you know, is a big thing. So I think that shows at least my confidence in the BSD operating systems. In this case, I chose OpenBSD primarily because I was running the Joomla web content management system, and I wanted something that had a change root Apache by default, and so OpenBSD made that that really easy for me. It was also the operating system that I was quite familiar with. More recently, everyone at my company is just loving the fact that they get much less spam thanks to the SpamD, spam deferral daemon running in gray listing mode. So that's, you know, 100 people who are benefiting from this BSD product. So I think that's a great thing. Some other things that I've done, convinced uh, one of my friends who's a network administrator at a school to put the SpamD anti-spam in front of their first class server. First class is a... I guess, email and collaboration service, but they were getting just destroyed by spam, and that made such a big impact on him that he actually put SpamD in front of another web server and email server that he runs for his personal stuff. And also, he did some work with a, I guess, a a social organization that helps small kids, 
and they were getting hit by spam really hard. And so he also set up a spam D box for them, and they've been really happy with that. So uh, that's been a nice thing. Another thing I did, I had a friend who didn't have a computer or anything like that and needed to get on the Internet. And so I actually had an ancient Dell laptop. I think it was a 300 megahertz machine with 64 or 100, I think it was 128 megs of RAM. But either way, a slow dog wasn't worth much, but my friend at least wanted just to be able to get on the internet. So I had an old PCM CIA wireless card. It was a wireless B card. And so I basically took OpenBSD and stuck it on this laptop, just used the black box window manager and set up the session so that every time the computer was turned on, he could just log in and the Firefox web browser would open up. And then uh, when he closed the Firefox web browser, the thing would uh, shut down. So it's a very simple web tablet. Really, that's all it is. But it just fires up and connects to the roommate's wireless network connection, and it all works great. He says his bank lets Firefox work. So it's actually, I guess, kind of a rare thing these days that a bank accepts some random operating system and some unusual web browser. So he's happy about that. He can check his movie times. Yeah, there's no flash video. But honestly, that CPU is a little too slow to even try and decompress flash. So there's no interview this time. I have, you know, had some good feedback from people. I do understand that a lot of the interviews recently have been only with developers and people are interested in some more end-user stories. So I guess I'd just like to put the call out there to everyone listening. If you're a BSD user, even if it's just a home user or if you're using it at work, I'd really love to hear your stories. You're a lot harder to find. Obviously, the developers have their email address slapped all over their projects, so I do a pretty good job of hounding them. But when it comes to the end users, the people using BSD in uh, unusual places, I don't know you're there. The world doesn't know you're there. So please get in touch with me and let's tell your story and let's continue to let people know that there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the land of BSD. I do hope that a lot of the interviews that I've been doing are you know, putting out the strong message that there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the BSD community. There's end users who are building really important systems and powerful systems with BSD, and the developers and the different versions of BSD are producing some really interesting projects. I also hope that some of my interviews, such as the ones with Yahoo and Google, show that there's some major companies out there who are willing to release their software under a BSD license. People should not be scared of the BSD license. Also, I hope that I've been able to show that commercial companies are willing to support BSD. We have companies like NVIDIA and we have antivirus companies or Opera who are devoting resources to making sure that their non-free software also works on the BSD. So I think that these are important stories and we need to tell them. And uh, so please get in touch with me at bitgeist at yahoo.com and let's get your story out there. So it's been a wonderful year. Thank you for listening. and. I guess this will officially mark the beginning of Season 2. So we'll see uh, what the next podcast looks like. I hope to get one soon. It is the holidays, so it might uh, be a little while. All right. Sorry about my rambling, and thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 88.